Um, time for a new feature on the 123 show, Holiday Hotspots on the Silk Road. Now, a few months ago, right, I was in northern Pakistan for a 10-day tour with my siblings. And then one day while I was climbing up this fort in the Hunza Valley, I bumped into my next guest. And within minutes of me meeting him, I knew he had some amazing stories to tell. And I really wanted him on the 123 show. And, you know, at the time I thought, right, I'm going to get him here. And now he is here. Since the age of 18, he's been traveling the globe, hitching, camping, couch surfing. He's trekked into the Venezuelan jungle, herded goats, survived knife point robberies and arrests, and even had a marriage proposal. Let me welcome Will Hatton to the 123 show. He's on the line in Bali, which is his exotic home location. Good afternoon to you, Will. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for having me on the show. Well, it's great to have you. And um, right now, before anything else, Will, just tell me a little bit about yourself. Sure. So, um, as you said, I started traveling when I was 18. Uh, I've been traveling for about well, most of my life now, about 12 years. Um, I started working online about four years ago, going down the classic travel blog route. And I built my travel blog into what is currently the largest travel blog in the world. Wow. Off the back of that, I've launched a adventure travel company. And um, we specialize in going to countries that I'm really, really passionate about, such as Iran, Pakistan, Kyrgyzstan. These are places where I've spent a lot of time. Um, I first traveled to Iran Four years ago, I hitchhiked all over the place. I was staying with locals through couch surfing. I met my partner in Iran. Mm-hmm. Um, she's Iranian. So it was, yeah, it was an amazing experience. I've, I've got a lot of love for Iran, a lot of love for Pakistan. Um, and now, yes, like you say, I'm living in Bali, living the dream, working <laughs> and still traveling quite a lot as well. I, I can't really fault anything you've said there. That sounds amazing what you're doing. Okay. Now, Iran is the, we're going to be looking at northern Pakistan next week, but Iran is the topic that we've chosen today in terms of location. So first of all, tell me about Iran. For, for, for people who are not sure exactly where it is or whatever, just give us a, a little insight. Sure. Well, Iran is one of the most fascinating countries in the world. And I've, I've actually read up a lot on Iran over the last couple of years. And I've had, we've been in a pretty unique position to experience life in Iran on my many trips to Iran. I've stayed with my partner's family. We've traveled all over the country, staying with her friends and meeting people on the way. And without going too much into the history, the Persian Empire was there had been nothing like it before. Um, Persian Empire arguably invented human rights. Um, very, very interesting historically. Um, absolutely well ahead of its time anywhere else in the world at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, why I love Iran is, besides the history and the stunning Islamic architecture, is there is a huge variety of landscapes. So a lot of people who maybe aren't familiar with Iran will just be picturing deserts and camels and i can tell you in six months uh traveling in iran i've, I've never seen a camel they might well <laughs> be camels there i don't know but um you know there's, there's jungles there's beaches there's incredible geological formations down in the south there are of course deserts there's bustling 
cities is you know quaint villages up in the hills up in the mountains and um it is just an absolutely stunning stunning place to visit with some of the friendliest people that i've met anywhere so where do you start if you've got such a choice of terrain and you know landscape where is the best place now obviously you are traveling by yourself you've got a backpack you've got some you know yeah. you're carrying things light but first i suppose maybe we should go to like who is it aimed at do you think like uh families or families can go to iran and it's fine because then you don't necessarily need to do the trekking side there's lots to see this yeah, so it's for available sure. for everyone there's, there's a huge amount there's a huge amount to see um it is it's a pretty big country um you've got a couple of options for where you start i mean a lot of people would fly into tehran Mm-hmm. or if you were to cross overland um via Azerbaijan or Turkey you're almost certainly going to end up in Tehran after coming through Tabriz but a better option is to fly into Shiraz which is further down in the south of the country because Tehran does have some charm it is a very interesting bustling city but it is a very busy city and Shiraz is quieter it has a lot more traditional islamic architecture and just outside of shiraz is the ruined city of pestopolis which was raised by alexander the great uh i don't know how long ago i guess it was a long time ago mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a sixth century i think it was a sixth century bc <laughs> there you go there you are so i've got my information shiraz. here <laughs> see these ruined cities and then from Shiraz most people will head over to Esfahan which is just an absolutely stunning city there is really nowhere like Esfahan that's one of the ones that we see on the tv all the time with beautiful mosque there's a there's a very major um, sized mosque there beautiful one isn't it yeah absolutely stunning really really well preserved okay right so then i mean you can obviously it's it, there's a variety of stuff there and you can adapt it to families and you can go but you definitely know, so what i mean for you what are the kind of highlights there is a lot there to see I, when would you say is the best time to visit iran in terms of the weather like if you're not going to get too hassled by the heat because it gets cold there too doesn't it yeah it does it does over um over the christmas period over winter it is it is very very cold there i was actually stuck in tehran one year because there was unexpectedly like four feet of snow overnight uh-huh. so we couldn't open our doors or anything oh, it was crazy um so spring is a good time to go um if if you do, if you were planning on going um in the winter the the advantage of going in the winter is it means that you can go to some places which are very very hot the rest of the year including my favorite place in Iran which is a island just off the coast called Hormuz mm-hmm. and uh this this island is a geological wonderland it is an anomaly there is nothing like this in the world it has sand in every imaginable color you've got oh, wow. red purple green blue sand you've got crystals sprouting out of the beaches you've got caves you've got towering geological formations and there's very few people there which means that you can just go and camp on the beach and you'll you'll have it to yourself so it's a really amazing experience and that's definitely where i would head if i was going to go in the winter but um i thought i would i would always avoid the summer for a run for sure it's it, very it's hot just, very it is, hot, it is too hot and humid um spring is better for sure um winter if you want to go to the south um or you could go um late september to early november is pretty good as well 
Okay. All right. If somebody would like to have a look at some of these things uh, that uh, Will is talking about, you can go over to my Facebook page. That's Sadi Asmani on Radio 3 RTHK. And um, we have posted some details about his website and there's some amazing pictures there too. I'll be posting some later. Will, if you could get your phone just slightly closer to your mouth, that'd be great. I think the levels are slightly low and I sure. picked them up I'm here in the studio. Louder because my phone is almost in my mouth. Oh, right, okay. No <laughs> so now you can be a bit louder. Now, um, yeah, tell me, thing. tell me, um, like, you know, once you're there, um, what about traveling? I mean, you're you're walking around and stuff. Is it easy to, say, hire somebody for the day or what's the transport system like? Yeah, so the transport system in Iran is actually very good. Um, they, have, they, have, they have a really decent rail network and mm-hmm. they have um, high-quality cabins that you can get in the trains. Something I didn't mention is that uh, Iran is very, very affordable um, as long as you change your currency when you get to the country because there's a lack of hard cash in Iran, which means if you're changing euros or or dollars, you can get a very good exchange rate and then your trip is very, very cheap. Because of this, it means that you can take internal flights and they're not going to cost very much at all. all. You can travel by sleeper train, you can travel by sleeper bus. Um, and all, all of these are, you know, they're, they're very good quality options. If you are backpacking, Iran is extremely easy to hitchhike in. I think it's probably the easiest really? place. Is it I've safe though? Is it safe? It, You've got it's, experience. It's very, it's very, very safe. Like six months in Iran, I've never had any problems. I haven't heard of any other travelers or backpackers that have had issues in Iran in general with um, Iranian hospitality being a really um fundamental building block of iranian culture iranians really go out of their way to look after you mm-hmm. um, which is why couch surfing and hitchhiking is so easy there um, but yeah iran iran in general is very very safe and it's for women a lot safer can yeah, women travel safer. around the way you did too Abs- absolutely 100 percent. really definitely. And great pl- plenty have yeah, there is there there's a chick called alex <laughs> who runs uh, a blog lost with purpose and she's she's hitchhiked all around iran by herself as well and all around pakistan actually okay um so yeah you def- definitely definitely safe for women a lot of a lot of women obviously travel to um india and travel there solo and i can tell you that iran is about 10 times safer for women in india so um yeah cer- certainly you can travel there good okay what would you say i mean we've mentioned uh, the, some of the low lights if, if we were talking about any country we'd always say okay what are the things that you need to be careful about and that's not just only in terms of safety but just general cultural things that you know what are what are the things that you would highlight that you need to people need to be careful about when they go to iran for instance Sure. I think um, if we're going to talk about some lowlights, I mean, from a danger point of view, probably the most dangerous thing there is the traffic because the traffic is insane. It's okay. really quite crazy in the cities. Um, from the point of view of, hmm, you think, other lowlights. I mean, it's it's really quite hard. To it's, I suppose, the cultural norms, it. isn't it? Like you're not going to do yeah. anything which would offend anyone. Is there anything that you think from your travels that you think, oh, you've got to be careful about that. You don't want to offend anyone. Yeah, let, 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 me, let me comment on that because um, I, I know a lot of Iranians very, very well. Um, I've traveled in the country extensively and the vast majority of Iranians are significantly more liberal and westernized mm-hmm. than you would think. Obviously, the government of Iran uh, is a very, very conservative, right-wing 
government, which is not democratically elected, and doesn't necessarily represent the views of the average Iranian. So the people that I've met on the ground have usually been very, very liberal. However, if you are um, if you are going around religious sites, obviously you want to be properly attired. Cover your head I, I, and yeah, not exactly. wear shorts. Cover your head. I, I wouldn't wear shorts or a tank top if I was going to go into a right. Place. So it's just general things that you, I think you would be aware of if you're going to an Islamic country anyway. Yes, exactly. But honestly, I've been around a lot of Islamic countries. And I have to say, Iran is probably the most liberal um, Islamic country I've actually been around. It, it doesn't look like it in the media. But once you get there and talk to people and get to know people, it really is pretty liberal. Right, great. And now look, the, an area that I would always ask somebody about is food. What was the food like uh -huh. in Iran? I mean, the, the food's amazing. The food is... Uh, so what kind of things are you eating? What's on the what's well, on offer? I'm, I'm a complete carnivore, so <laughs> I normally just stick to the kebabs. And I'll tell you this, nobody does kebabs like Iran. <laughs> they really are absolutely fantastic. But um, yeah, they have... I mean, Iranian um, cuisine is is stunning. And uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of tradition and a lot of history in how their cuisine has developed over the years. And um, when you do have a meal um, in an Iranian household, it's it's almost like got an old-fashioned vibe. You know, it's it's a the whole family will sit down. If one sits around a table, you'll end up with like a huge, a huge piece of bread. Sometimes this bread is like two or three meters long, <laughs> and people will like take like, you know rip off a piece of bread and like be mopping up food with that. So yeah, it's it's a really kind of traditional family environment when you're eating in Iran. Um, and the food itself, I mean, yeah really really spectacular that sounds amazing okay now let's just finish off with your top tips so what would you say you know you've mentioned a number of the places that you really liked what was the, sure. the what was your most favorite place and give me the last things that you know if you're really going to persuade somebody to go to Iran, what are the three things that you would say they have to go for well i would say that if you're thinking about going to iran um Pull up Google Images and type in Hormuz, which is H-O-R-M-U-Z, because there is nowhere like that island. I mean, I've, I've traveled extensively, and that island is just amazing. It's a, a real kind of Indiana Jones travel experience where you're just out amongst a incredibly raw, incredibly varied environment, and, and you can camp out there, which is my dream come true, personally. If you are into history, culture, architecture, I mean... Esfahan has got you covered. Um, bustling marketplaces, an awesome restaurant scene. There's even a little bit of a hidden nightlife there if you know where to look. So, um, yeah, <laughs> Esfahan, Hormoz. And, I mean, you can't really go to Iran and, and miss the ruins of Persepolis, which is just outside of Shiraz. Um, so those would be my top Brilliant. three spots for sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, Will, thank you very much. Um, we'll certainly make sure next week we try and get the, the levels a little bit higher. But, um, you know, next week you're going to be speaking about northern Pakistan. Um, yes, and uh, just obviously, just as a kind of quick trail for next week, uh, what, one thing about northern Pakistan that you want to leave us with so that people can come back next week and listen to this? <laughs> oh, definitely. Well, look, I tell you what, northern Pakistan is the most visually stunning place i've ever been i mean it's just absolutely phenomenal if you like hiking if you like trekking if you just want to be amongst the mountains yeah but you don't want the crowds northern pakistan is where you want to go so come back next week and we shall talk all about that and i shall give you some tips on Great. where you can go to create absolutely amazing photographs 
where it looks like you've been hiking for days into the mountains, but really you've just stepped off the road. <laughs> Will, thank you very much. And um, in the meantime, um, do check out the Facebook page because all the details are there and you can see some of the interesting photographs he's got. And I just want to bring some Iranian music, some Persian music in here too. Thank you very much. <laughs> very well.